Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, and we're delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We hope our show will be inspirational, enlightening, and empowering. And today, internationally renowned medium and mentor, Karen Dockery, a woman with spirit, is joining us today from Scotland on our show, Bridging the Visible and Invisible World. We're more than physical entities. We possess a soul, spirit, destined for eternity. Even though the spiritual realm is invisible to the physical eye, we are connected to it. And what goes on in the spiritual realm directly affects our physical world. Tim Wood, in this article, The Bridge Between the Material and Spiritual World, says the pathway of consciousness leads through the material to the spiritual, and our minds can grasp invisible realities through reference to the visible world. And a bridge exists within us between those worlds. For unresolved grief, spiritual guidance, healing, there is a plethora of abundance in the spiritual realm. The messages, signs, synchronicities are present for us to receive, and I know this to be true with beautiful white feathers that appear in my home, dimes on my path, intuitive hits, and vivid dreams that have guided me on my path. Internationally renowned medium and mentor Karen Dockery, woman of spirit, since the discovery of her abilities has worked tirelessly to bring the word of spirit to those who need it. From the UK to the USA, from Asia to Australia, clients from all over the world meet with Karen to receive readings, enroll in mentorships, and share a space for discussion on the power of spirit. She offers a breath of fresh air and contemporary approach to psychic work and mediumship based on traditional principles. Filled with love and compassion, Karen stands as one of the most reputable and skilled mediums in modern time. She's the author of Seven Secrets of Successful Parenting and Sibling Rivalry. And Karen's laudable mission in parenting on parenting and family well-being, she helps People find comfort dealing with grief and losses, whether it's separation, breakup, divorce, neonatal death, death by suicide. She helps with mental health issues and empowering teens. Karen really provides support and comfort to families to help them get through tough times. If you have pressing questions and need answers, call now. Karen is taking live calls from listeners. USA callers dial 1-888-346-9141. International callers dial 001-480-553-5760. And we invite you to take advantage of this wonderful opportunity. So now I am pleased to welcome 
Karen Docker to our show, Bridging the Visible and Invisible World. And I am so pleased to have you, Karen. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so, so happy to be here and share this time and space with you and discussion about everything that you've just mentioned. It's truly amazing. Thank you so much. I have been so looking forward to our show. Karen, can you tell us a little bit about your work and perhaps when you discovered your abilities? Yeah, sure. I mean, my work has obviously, you know, gone over all of the years that made maybe 30 years, something like that. But really, like you just said, you know, it started way back when I was a child and I wasn't aware at that moment in time, you know, that it was mediumship. I just remember maybe as a three or four year old seeing spirit people and knowing that they were from another world, knowing that they weren't physical beings, but they weren't there to do any harm. They were just part of our world, but most people couldn't see them. And then it wasn't until years later that I was receiving messages and hearing voices and just picking up on things around friends and family that I really wouldn't know um, otherwise. And then it just became so intense that I spoke to a medium about it and she told me then, you know, well, you're a medium. And I didn't know that I was a medium at that point. I didn't actually believe that I was because my grandmother made it so normal for me because I used to tell her, you know, there's a man in the kitchen and she used to say, don't worry about that. He's not here to harm you. So for me, it really was part of my childhood and normality. So when I was told, you know, you need to develop your mediumship, I was just astounded at that, that I could even think that I was a medium. And yet I had followed mediums from the age of around 10, where I used to read books and watch them on TV and just so affiliated with mediumship that it all just made sense and fell into place. Mm, well, we are grateful for your special gifts and talents, and you definitely use them to really help people all over the world with grief and healing. So we are grateful for that. And your empowering work with parenting and family well-being. We know, I think we were talking before the show started about how, you know, people are really going through a lot of challenges and family issues. How did you become interested in that particular area? Because you do so much for bereavement, counseling, and, you know, helping teens and mental health issues. Can you share a little bit about that? Yes, it's just really, for me, mediumship is more than about a connection to receive communication as such. So a lot of my work does concentrate on doing readings and giving guidance from, you know, guides and helpers and whatever the people here in this world need. And a lot of my time is spent doing that, which I completely love and I'm very passionate about doing that side of things. But also it occurred to me that, you know, mediumship is healing. Mediumship covers lots of different areas. And I think that when people know you're a medium, they do expect it to be about just that connection to whoever they have on the other side and bring messages from them. But for me, it was really about helping people go through grief. It was for the communication side and the the demonstrating and the evidential side of mediumship, but it was also about just holding space for healing and making sure that if I could help someone, if I could talk to someone about their grief or 
help them with emotions that they were dealing with to do with that or even questions about what happens on the other side and why are we here and everything kind of pertaining to that then it just meant for me that I felt I was doing uh, the service to spirit in a much wider way which I absolutely love because if you can help people if you can give them guidance or words of wisdom or comfort then that surely comes under mediumship too. Yes, that's so wonderful. And it's so empowering for others. And as you indicated, mediumship is healing. Tell us about this connection to the invisible spiritual world. Who comes through to guide us? You know, there's a lot of unfinished business with those who passed away, perhaps unresolved guilt. And I know you've written a book on sibling rivalry, you know, perhaps a loved one has passed on and there were some things left unsaid. Can you tell us more about this connection and who comes through to guide us? Yeah, of course. Now, our loved ones, when for all of us, when we leave this material world, we will go to the spirit side of life. Now, when we go there, we can still make that connection, but the, it's a, it's not a physical connection. So in this side of life, we don't really feel this connection often and we feel it's very final when someone passes away and if there is unresolved issues or if maybe it was a traumatic passing for the person, we just feel like we are left with that grief, with that feeling of unanswered questions or not being able to ever hold that conversation again. And I think that causes lots of trauma for people, whereas on the other side of of um, the veil, when spirit come through, like if you have a father in the spirit side, for instance, and he comes through, he will come and bring what is needed for his loved one here. He will say the right things. He will bring the evidence because mediumship's about evidence and communication is about evidence. So it's not my place to kind of say, oh, I've got your father here and he's telling you to move house and telling you to, you know, meet that person for this relationship and, you know, give guidance in that sense. It's more of an uh, an evidential thing of him saying, this is who I was in this lifetime. This is what I bring here. This is the evidence I offer you. I was with you today when you walked through the park and you were speaking to me. All, you know, it has to be evidential so that the person can actually feel the presence of him in their own life. And that creates healing on both sides of things. But anyone can come forward and communicate. It might be someone from 15 years ago in your life that maybe you, you don't expect to come forward, but they have something to say. There's maybe something that that person in the spirit side wants to say and bring forward. So really, there is no set pattern, if you like, to mediumship or connecting with those that have crossed over. It's Every time I do it, it surprises me. Every time I do it, I think, wow, I mean, that was an amazing healing transformation that, that happened within that hour or, you know, however long it was. Um, and it never it never shocks me or surprises me because I know that healing does have to take place on both sides. So like we experience grief here, the spirit person also experiences grief albeit they know where they are, they know that the connection's there and that they can stay with us, but they too have to grieve for their physical life. You know, if someone has crossed over quickly, for instance, 
and unexpectedly they have to come to terms with the fact that they're no longer physical, that they will never physically hug their children again, for instance. Um, they have to come to terms with that emotionally too. So really the, the grief does go for both sides of the veil, but um, it is a very healing process. Mm, that is so powerful. You know, so people have so many regrets. If I've only had just answered that call or I should have been there. Uh-huh. So many regrets that people live with guilt and shame and so forth. And uh, what you're saying is that there is healing on both parts, right? On both ends. Absolutely. And I think that's what it has to be. And I think that, again, you know, I, I feel that sometimes because of TV and because of certain platforms, mediumship is seen as something that's very instant, something that, you know, you go to a medium, you get messages from your loved one and they give you guidance and that's it. But it's not. It's really more about the healing. It's really more about uplifting someone. So if you have a mother in the spirit side and she comes forward to speak to her daughter, that daughter will go away feeling lighter, uplifted, comforted and healed in some respect. And so the mother feels that too. The mother in the spirit side will also feel uplifted, empowered and healed because she got to speak to her daughter. So the the relationship you know, continues even from the other side. It will always continue if there's a bond of love then that bond is not broken and that mother or father or child will still want to make their loved one feel them and be aware of them. Mm, That is so powerful. Uh, Who was it? Kubler-Ross, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross says that death was another phase of life. (laughs) So our loved ones is always available. Uh, How do they communicate with us? And I know you're a medium, Karen, and you know, you channel the messages, but I know for me, I've received feathers and recently, you know, a nice, beautiful, shiny dime just showed up in my home, you know, and, and, you know, messages are there for us. Can you enlighten our listeners on how our deceased loved ones uh, or in the spirit realm, our angels communicate with us and how can we be open to receiving those messages? Yeah, well, I think you've just said that perfectly in the fact that we do have to be open to realising that it is a sign, that it is a message for us. And you mentioned feathers and the dime, and these are common ones that people receive. Now, it doesn't mean because they're common signs that everyone gets them, so they are still sacred. But what I mean by that is it's well reported, you know, that people receive feathers and dimes. And another one is birds, certain birds in the garden and things, you know, and these are very, um, they're very sacred signs, but nevertheless, they're more known. But on top of that, I think what we have to do is recognise that if we feel our loved one, if we think we feel them, then we must believe that. Or if we have a dream of them where we felt we were speaking with them in that dream, then we need to believe that. And the more open we are, the more we will understand that that connection is there. 
um, because our mind will jump in and tell us that it's our imagination. So if you feel your loved one with you, your mind will automatically say, well, no, not really. You were thinking of that person. So that's why they came, you know, that's why you felt they were there. And our mind is there to protect us. So it doesn't understand. It doesn't understand. That's not a physical thing. So it tells us that it's not real when in fact it is. So you do have to be open. And a good way to do that is to always make sure that you speak to your loved ones, always make sure that you take just two minutes out of your day to, you know, quieten the mind and just be centred and aligned. And you will feel your loved ones come forward. And when you do see things like feathers or, you know, dimes or any of these more common ones, pick it up and say thank you thank you for leaving that for me because that loved one knows that you've got that and really for them then they're overjoyed that they got that message through mm, that's beautiful because we doubt you know or second guess uh and of mm-hmm. course i try to stay open but i think that's a good message for listeners i shared uh, before that i was going through a hard time and once uh, and i uh this car behind me I had a message uh, that was so empowering. And I was like, my goodness, that really touched my spirit uh, because mm-hmm. it really spoke to what I needed at that time. But my eyes focused on the car tag, you know, in front of yes. me with that message. And yes. it uplifted me instantly. Yes. Because that the tag said, have, have faith. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. And really, we have to remember that because um, our spirit loved ones are not physical, they have to just influence our mind. So they influence us to look at that right at that moment and receive that message or turn the radio on and that song's on that connects you right in that moment. And it really is an influence from spirit. And we have to believe that. Yes, yes. And even sense. What about sense? The smells? Mm -hmm. another uh, amazing one you know and it will only be you that if you ever smell the perfume of someone in the spirit side usually no one else in the room will smell that because what they are doing is they are working with your senses Mm -hmm. so you might say to someone do you smell that perfume and other people will say no and you smell it and then it makes you doubt that but it shouldn't because they are working with your senses so that you are aware of them all right. That's that's so wonderful to, to know. And Karen, we're ready for a brief commercial break. So for our listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back with more on bridging the visible and invisible world with our internationally renowned medium and mentor, woman with spirit, Karen Dockery, joining us today from Scotland. Karen is taking live calls from listeners. Get your questions answered and take advantage of this Wonderful opportunity, USA callers, dial 1-888-346-9141. International callers, dial 001-480-553-5760. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. 
Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations, is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascent Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. 
Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our internationally renowned medium and mentor, Karen Dockery, woman with spirit, joining us today from Scotland on our show, Bridging the Visible and Invisible World. And again, Karen is taking live calls from listeners. If you want to get your questions answered, USA callers dial 1-888-346-9141. International callers dial 001-480-553-5760. And thank you, Karen, for sharing with us about the spiritual realm and how to be open and connect and how our loved ones come around and how we can really continue resolving those unresolved issues. You know, Karen, many people are, we just turned, what, New Year 2023, and um, many people are searching for answers and, you know, maybe they're trying to rebuild their lives or struggling with addiction or, you know, trying to recover from COVID. Uh, uh, A lot of issues have magnified as a result of COVID, as we shared uh, earlier. What do you, what messages can you share with our listeners for this brand new year 2023? I think the main thing for me when I look at this year coming is that, you know, every every time we go through New Year, we go Christmas, we go New Year, and then we all make resolutions and we all say this is what's going to happen and we try to kind of live up to those. And then if if we don't, if something goes by the wayside or something happens, then we can kind of beat ourselves up quite badly about that, that we failed or that we didn't reach those heights that we wanted to reach. And what I would say is instead of really putting a massive pressure on yourself, you know, just take each day as it comes, but take each day with empowerment. And I think especially given like you mentioned, on the back of um, COVID and everything that happened, you know, people were really in a place where it was hard to kind of propel themselves forward after that. And I know that we've been out of that for a little while now, but still the after effects are there. And as we go forward into this coming year, I think it's important to realise that this is our brand new page. This is the chance to go forward, but not with the pressures, not with saying that we must achieve X, Y and Z. Just taking each day as it comes and living in the moment and just breathing. Because I, I often see people and hear from people throughout my work that they're worried about something, anxious about something, battling something. There's always... um things coming from a deep emotional level and sometimes I feel it's just easy to just sit back and take a breath and wait Um, because if you're confused about something or you're nervous about something or you're not sure where your path is going then it's better to stand still and just take that time and that's something that really I don't feel we do enough of anyway you know we don't really stop and just take time for ourselves so I would you know, tell anyone in this coming year that be excited about it, be empowered about it, but breathe and enjoy it and be present. And given what I do as well, I'm well aware that things can change 
in an instant. You know, I'm dealing with families that are going through grief and bereavement all the time. And, you know, none of us really know how, how it's going to go in that sense. So really, we should be you know, embracing every moment and even through struggle. You know, when I talk about embracing every moment, it doesn't mean that, you know, everything has to be perfect and, you know, everyone's lives in a good place. Even through our struggle, spirit really do want us to embrace that struggle and be present within that struggle so that we can battle through that and reach the other side. And then we can understand how far we have come instead of trying to you know, close ourselves down, push that out, don't talk about that because it's maybe not the best thing to talk about. I would say embrace every part of your life. Mm, beautiful. And to lighten up, be gentle with yourself, be kind and compassionate with yourself. That's so important. And for me, I always kind of look for, for beauty, look for something beautiful, create something beautiful and find the joy in just simple, ordinary moments. Yeah, because I think sometimes as well, I don't know if you would agree with this um, too, but, you know, I think sometimes that we do try to look for the positives and try to look for the beauty and, mm -hmm. and we, we will find it. You know, there's always a way to find that within that moment. But I think sometimes when people are at the depths of despair, maybe through yes. bereavement or through battles of their own. Yes. It's hard, isn't it, for people yes. to find that. But I just want to reassure people that, from what I know of spirit and from guides and helpers and spirit teams that I work with, I know that those moments are there and, you know, just keep going one foot in front of the other. And um, my grandmother used to always say to me, um, this too shall pass. And I have lived with that all my life. And any time I've had difficult times or things I had to get through, through bereavement and other things, I always say to myself, this too shall pass because it is so temporary. Everything is temporary and we can get through it. That's a powerful mantra, this too shall pass. And Karen, you you really offer that breath of fresh air. And just based on what you just said, take a breather, right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. if we don't get out of that, take those moments to refresh our spirit, refresh our body, refresh our souls, you'll be stuck in that grief and then the downward spiral. And I'm not uh, offsetting the fact that grief is central and something that you have to deal with and express. And it's a pretty tough time, but give yourself a break, right? Yeah, sure. Some and people feel guilty about uh, well, finding joy in the midst of grief. What are your thoughts they, about that? They do. You're so right about that. And I was just going to say there as well that, you know, we are human, although we are spirit and a soul and we can connect with that and, you know, make that connection strong and empower that. We have to realize, too, that we are human. We do struggle with human emotions. We do struggle with things. So it's OK to feel those things. And like you said, it's OK to also seek joy in moments where you feel that you're in despair. It's our loved ones in spirit want that for us and what we have to remember too is that the spirit side of life doesn't have any time there's no physical time in the spirit realms so when our loved ones are there they they are beside us they walk with us but they don't miss time as such so for instance if someone passes over um, to spirit and it's like 10 years before you pass over those 10 years 
in human time and physical time have not been felt by the spirit person. It's mm -hmm. like you go back to that exact moment. And I think when I speak with um, in particular parents who have lost children, I will always say, you know, that your your child is always going to be your child. And that time that you feel you've missed because they're maybe um, passed at a younger age, we often tend to go down a route of they're missing, you know, their 16th birthday, they're missing driving a car, they're, and we go through all the things that they should be doing. But what I would, which is quite natural, but what I would say is there is no time. So when you see that child again, it's like there's not been any time missed and your loved ones will always come forward and say go and live your life for me enjoy it go and have the best life you can have and I will see you again and they mean that they absolutely mean that hmm, that is so interesting it made me think about uh, uh, my first childhood sweetheart who was killed in a, a, a car accident traumatic my first experience with death and grief and you know, when my mother passed away and we were at her funeral and all of a sudden this lady came through to me while we were waiting for the uh, limousines to take us to the burial site. And this lady came through screaming this name. And I was like, my God, what's going on? And she came to me and she started talking about him. And it was almost like he came to me through her and he shared songs that I listened to when he passed away, specific things that only I knew. And I was like, my God, you know, it's like mm -hmm. he came through comforting me. And mm -hmm. I kind of heard this song over in my head, Bridge Over Troubled Waters. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that was so profound to me. Oh, that That is very profound. And it is something that, that you can't deny that, you know, it's, there's like you said, she wouldn't have known any of that. She wouldn't have had that evidence without hearing that from someone. So in that moment, he came through and was able to bring that comfort just by letting you know that there is an afterlife, that this is going to be okay. And that's what spirit want to do. They don't want to come and you know, give us something to worry about. They don't want, they want to alleviate our worries. They want to lift us up. They want to heal. Um, and, and they will do anything to do it. So, so if they have to work through someone else or influence someone to say a certain thing to you that seems out of the blue or random, that is exactly the way that they will do it. Mm, beautiful. Well, it made a believer out of me for sure. <laughs> mm. And uh, let's talk a little bit about people who've lost loved ones, uh, anniversaries, birthdays, holidays, because those are pretty tough times. Do you have any, any recommendations or advice to offer in terms of how to deal with these anniversaries? Mm -hmm. I mean, again, everyone's different, you know, and I think the one thing that you will notice through people who are going through grief is that every single person deals with it so differently. And there's not you know, a right way and a wrong way. It's just however you deal with it. And as an example, my mother is also in the spirit side and I I don't visit the um, graveside. It, for me, it's it's not for me. I know I can speak to her and it doesn't, I don't mean I speak to her because I'm a medium. I just know where she is as I have the faith that she is there. And I know obviously what I do gives me that, but I just know that I can talk to her and have a conversation with her. Now, that doesn't mean I hear her speaking back to me all the time. 
um, that's quite rare, but I know that she can hear me. So I have the faith in that. So for me, that's how I connect. Whereas my sister uh, needs to go to the graveside. She needs to put flowers down. She needs to go there to talk to her. And there isn't a right and wrong way. And we've often talked about this where we have said that, you know, on my mum's birthday, for instance, she goes up and lays flowers and talks to her and, and maybe goes out for the day and does something nice that she felt my mum would like. Uh, for me, it's more about waking up, waking up in the morning and saying, happy birthday, mum. You know, mm. I know where you are and I, I hope you have a wonderful time, you know, and I know that she's connecting. So I want to kind of remind people that anniversary dates birthdays for instance things that would have been a joyous occasion here still make it that still make it that celebration and I think that more and more people now uh, are are kind of understanding that so before like many years ago I think people kind of seen it as a, a mark of respect and you know you just have a quiet day maybe or you just keep that within yourself whereas now I think people are more aware that no let's celebrate that day uh, of course it's different for anniversary dates of someone's passing like my mum passed on um, the 15th of February so it's just coming up next week um, and already my daughter said you know oh it's you know it's Nana's um, passing date soon and I said yes it is but we know where she is and it's fine and you know I'm sure she'll give us a little sign that she's here as she always does uh, and for me that's a, an easier way to deal with it especially for the kids too but other people might want to sit in a quiet room and light a candle or you know but the one thing I would say is keep talking to them you know they are still there and they do still hear I say you know, good morning to my mum every single day. Now, I don't hear her saying good morning back, but I know she can hear me. So it's about giving them what they need as well. And I know on these dates, these specific dates, they still want us to commune with them, to be with them, just to be present and just hold space. And however you do that is right. If you want to sit quietly and do it, it's right. If you want to go out and celebrate, it's right. Whatever is good for you is, is the best thing. Yes, it's an individualized process and, you know, whatever you can do, make a nice memory, whether it's a celebration or sitting quietly or whatever. And thanks, thank you so much, Karen, for sharing those tips. What about dreams? You know, uh, yeah, they come are, through dreams. Absolutely. Dreams are a big way for spirit to communicate because remember when we are falling asleep or when we are in sleep state, then our mind is out the way. So there is no judgment there for us in that conscious way. So the spirit, the spirit loved ones can communicate so much clearer because our mind doesn't judge that information. So you will always receive uh, visits through dream state from spirit. And it's one of the clearest ways, actually. And I know that people really want that because you feel euphoric after it because you know you've been with that person. Mm, that is beautiful. Uh, what about, uh, I, I know I've had premonitions about death, you know, and it kind of prepared me. <laughs> At first, I didn't know where to put it when I would have a dream about someone. And I'm like, wait a minute, that person is alive. Spirit told me, give them flowers now. And I woke up and I'm like, what? And I sent the person some roses in a photo. And uh, the person passed away uh, like a month or so later. And I was like, my God. You know, it was like I was getting kind of a mm -hmm. message. So can you speak to that before we go on break? 
Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a it's a vast subject actually, but premonitions <laughs> or you know receive it. Now, there's two ways you could have received that straight from your spirit guides, and they were giving you the heads up that this was going to happen. Other times, premonitions are more messages from our own soul, mm-hmm. um, and then you know we're able to take the message from that and carry it forward. Okay. All right. Well, Karen, we're I'm, I'm excited about our third segment, but right now we have, we have to take a brief commercial break. So for our listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back with more on bridging the visible and invisible world with our internationally renowned medium and mentor, woman with spirit, Karen Dockery, joining us today from Scotland. Karen is taking live calls from listeners, and if you have pressing questions, take advantage of this wonderful opportunity. USA callers dial 1-888-346-9141, international callers 001-480-553-5760. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace one another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group, that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now and there is so much help from above from beings of love and light from multi-dimensional realities who are actually here with us wanting to step up and support us i welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today many blessings to you you can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. 
Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at yahoo.com and now back to love light welcome back to love light living in the spirit of love and if you're just joining us we are with our amazing guest karen dockery internationally renowned medium and mentor woman with spirit joining us today from scotland on our show bridging the invisible invisible world and Karen, before we left for a commercial break, we were talking about premonitions and you shared about being open. Uh, let's continue a little bit with that talk because many of our listeners, they may have those kinds of hits and don't know where to put them. And I think during break, I was telling you, you know, with premonitions I've had, I didn't know where to put them years ago and now I pay attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing, isn't it? Is not knowing where to put them. And because we receive messages like that sometimes it's messages that don't seem real or messages that are random or they don't make sense in that moment and then it's not until after something happens that we say oh wow that that's what was meant by that so I do think that there's a way to kind of connect with those messages and realize that those are messages from your spirit so we are all spirit in human form and our spirit can still receive or or have knowledge of things that are up and coming uh, where it's something that might uh, be traumatic or it might give us a shock or it might help someone. You know, there's ways that our spirit will pick those messages up and then try to kind of transfer them into our mind, our conscious mind. But when it comes into our mind, of course, we tend to, as always, throw it away or not know where to put it and we don't know what to think. So I think the best way um, that you can 
deal with those is just really when you feel something that's or you hear something or see something that makes no sense, that's totally random. It's not something you were thinking about. It's maybe during sleep time. It's maybe as you wake. It's maybe just during the day when you're at your work, at your desk. And it would be something that kind of makes no sense and you couldn't have conjured that up within your mind then I would say to you at that point you know believe that take it that there's going to be a meaning but don't be fearful of it you know don't sit and live in fear because of something just know that you are receiving that message for a reason and you know it it comes to mind when I'm telling you this that Uh, When I had my son, who is now 16, uh, when he was just a newborn baby, I kept I kept having dreams and I kept hearing, you know, that there was going to be a fire and just be careful. And and I I wasn't too perplexed in a way that I was feeling like, oh, there's going to be a massive fire somewhere. But I was aware that this same message kept playing out, albeit in slightly different ways. And I think about after two weeks, I was in the kitchen and uh, at the time my husband was in a cupboard doing some work and he had left a work lamp in there while he came out to get a drink of water or something. And all of a sudden that feeling came over me and I went out into the hallway and there was a fire in the cupboard, but my newborn son was asleep in his basket Mm. within the bedroom right behind that so I was able to get him to take him out tell the kids to you know go in the garden until this was dealt with um but right then and there I thought that's that's what it was and I that was years before I developed my mediumship as well so I think that our spirit tells us things in a way to warn us or just give us a heads up on something that's coming or to comfort us in some way. And really, we need to be more open to feeling that and hearing that. That's beautiful because it, those messages can help us with prevention and preparation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think mm-hmm. as well, you know, when you hear about people like you mentioned, sending the roses um, to your friend, when we hear about things like you know someone passed away but right before the passed away they called their wife and said I love you and I, you know I'll be home soon and they don't normally do that that's out yes. of the ordinary and then the person passes away it's because that person's spirit knew that that was going to happen so in some way it's urged that person to pick the phone up just like your message urged you to send flowers it's the same thing spirit our spirit knows things and our spirit is in touch with the spirit side of life and so those uh, we call them premonitions but um you know these visions or feelings come to us mm, that's beautiful uh it may not make sense like now for me it's like it it doesn't make sense but I'm going to do it anyway when spirit says Mm. send flowers now I'm like okay Mm, (laughs) and it it, it may have not made sense to the person or but I'm like okay I'm going to be obedient and I'm so glad I did it's listening to that higher voice isn't it then even in life you know we we tend to go through life sometimes with our eyes closed and ears closed and we don't really connect with that part of us that 
is our sat-nav, really. It's our sat-nav in this lifetime, our spirit. And our spirit knows what's for us, what's on our path, what's coming up, things that might be preventable, like you said. And until we really make that connection, you know, sometimes we um, falter when there's times where we could have prevented that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Tell us a little bit about your books and how to access them. Very beautiful topics, secrets of successful parenting, sibling rivalry, because a lot of times, let's say a sibling passes away and there was a lot of conflict and, you know, you're showing us how to resolve conflict now, right? And we don't have to wait until someone passes away and feel that guilt or shame. So tell us a little bit about your books and maybe some tips to share with the parents and families. I think that, uh, like I said earlier, one thing that was important to me was this realization within my mediumship that we are spirit here first and foremost. So when life throws us curveballs, when things happen that are normal human elements like falling out with people, you know, um, differences, conflicts, all the things that every single human being has to deal with and trying to kind of overcome those things whilst we are here so that it prevents any ongoing feeling should something happen. Now, it's unrealistic to think that we can all do that. It's I, I think anyway, it's unrealistic to think that you're never going to have a fallout with someone or a difference of opinion. And it might, you know, to, for different people, it's at different levels. You know, um, some some people fall out and they're back speaking again three days later. Other people fall out and it can kind of just grow and grow and grow. And then before you know it, you know, there's there's serious distance between people, whether that's siblings, whether that's family or friendships. Um, and I think, n- nevertheless, what I want to reassure people about is I think that that it can be healed on either side of the veil. So what I want to say to listeners today is that if you have had a conflict with someone and then they have passed away and you never got to resolve that, please don't worry about that in a sense that you think the person won't be at peace because that loved one that's over on the other side will be working very, very hard to be around you, bring their presence around you, try and make that connection to you so that they can go forward and heal. Um, Because I think that sometimes the thing that I came across with working with families uh, and things is that people tend to think that they are either um, stopping the spirit person evolving and going forward, or it means that their life has to stop because they feel so much guilt or that that was unresolved, even if it's not about a conflict, even if it's about maybe not seeing that person before they passed away and having that last conversation. That's another one that comes up time and time again within my work. And it's always the same answer from spirit that they're okay, but they want to resolve things. I, I think I think it would be idealistic to say that, you know, some conflicts are easily resolved. And what I mean by that is I've had numerous clients over the years that maybe did have a conflict with someone that crossed over, but that they didn't want to resolve it in life and they don't necessarily feel they want to resolve it, even though the person's crossed over. Uh, But the spirit person still comes in uh, and that can be, you know, that can be a tricky moment, really, 
um, from a medium's point of view, because really we know that we want to help the person heal that's in the spirit side, but we also want to respect the client's wishes here. And always in that position, I always say, just by an acknowledgement that they tried to come forward will bring healing in at some point, even if it's not today. Because I really wouldn't want any listeners to feel like everything has to be resolved right now so that everyone can get on with their life because that's not kind of realistic either sometimes so I mean it's a it's there's lots mm -hmm. of different avenues we can go with this but the one thing I would say is if you are worried about this or you have experienced this on some level then please work at healing that in some respect but also know that if it takes time it takes time uh, and embrace the moments now so prevent it if you can but if you can't prevent it if it's something that's not in your control and it's maybe someone else bringing that kind of energy around you then mm -hmm. you know just love them yep. wish them well they will come to their own realization too okay well karen how can listeners connect with you they can connect with me by coming to karenpsychic.com where everything's detailed on that website for you know personal consultations mentorship and teachings and courses oh. everything's okay. on there Okay, well, thank you so much. Have to have you back. You certainly have inspired us and enlightened us about this connection to the invisible world and knowing that healing is possible and there's guidance for each of us. Thank you so much. And for our listeners, connect with Karen and go deeper and access her resources. Thank you, Karen. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Okay, well, much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Uh, lighten up, be gentle with yourself, treat yourself well, be attentive, and care for yourself and others. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in and listen on demand and share our show with others. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.